This is Pastor Oetla Simangani thanking you for joining us as we journey through the word of the Lord. Genesis 39 verse 2. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our Lord shall stand forever. Close your eyes with me as we pray. Father in heaven, speak to us now. Motivate us, reassure us, and we ask that in the end we may be given the spirit of Joseph. Prosper us like you did him, for we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. In Genesis 37, it is Judah who suggests that Joseph be sold. It is Judah that orchestrated for the selling of their own brother to the Midianites and the Ishmaelites. After selling his brother, chapter 38 presents us with his life, marrying a Canaanite, raising wicked children, having sex with a woman he thinks is a prostitute, and after his wife passes away, calling Tamar to be burnt when she fell pregnant, only to learn that he was the father. He ends publicly confessing of Tamar, you are more righteous than I. For it was clear there was no integrity in his relations with Tamar. Genesis 39 presents a stark contrast of integrity, of sexual purity, and of discipline. Tamar is more righteous than I, are Judah's words. She does not say it, but in chapter 39, Potiphar's wife learns that Joseph is more righteous than her. It is not a battle of the genders. It is not always the men that are in the wrong. Sometimes it is the women that do the enticing. Sometimes it is the women that are in the wrong. Indeed, even when we speak of rape, sometimes young boys are indeed raped. And the culture is sometimes covered up because it is glorified and leaving young men confused, young boys confused as they grow. But there is here a contrast, and the contrast presents to us a Joseph that is an admirable character. Verse 2 captures the most admirable thing about him. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered. May God be with you so that you prosper. May God bless the work of your hand and give you great success. May God give you favor in all the spaces you occupy. God was with Joseph. Let's read this, the description of God's blessing upon Joseph. And let us claim it. As we read this, I challenge you to claim this for yourself. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in the eyes of the, of the master. May you find favor in the eyes of your supervisor, in the eyes of your employer. May God give you favor in the eyes of those that interview you. Because he found favor in Potiphar's eyes, Joseph became Potiphar's attendant. Step by step. You see, Joseph did not start as leader of the empire. His dream was that his brothers would bow down. His dream was that he would be at the pinnacle. But beloved, this dream does not begin there. He starts with promotion to be Potiphar's attendant. And then Potiphar put him in charge of his household. He was a steward in the house, managing the man's household. And the Bible tells us he entrusted to his care everything he owned. 
from the time he put him in charge of his household and of all that he owned, the Lord blessed the house of the Egyptian because of Joseph. Ah, so Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. You see, Potiphar trusted Joseph. May you be trusted and trustworthy. May it be known that when something is left in your care, it is safe. Let your name be the name that comes to mind when they ask, Who can we entrust with this task? Who can we hand this project to? Who can oversee this department? Who can we trust? Joseph. And he has a proven track record. It is because everything he touched became gold. It was not simply an elevation with no history. It was because the man identified that since Joseph came here, everything upon which he is responsible seems to get better, seems to have uh, great success and prosperity. Now listen to this. Joseph was well built and handsome. And after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph. Some strengths, beloved, attract temptation and trial. <laughs> I heard a man say, thank God I am not rich because my poverty puts a cap and a limit on my drinking. The man says, I stopped drinking because the money runs out. <laughs> and I heard somebody else say, thank God I am not attractive because I don't know if I could say no. With great power comes great temptation. With great influence comes great responsibility, and with great looks come attraction. Indeed, some of us, it is not that we are chaste, it is not that we are faithful, it is only that temptation has not presented itself. And Potiphar's wife, looking at this handsome man, well-built, couldn't handle herself. This man was handsome. This man was intelligent. This man handled himself well. He had good social relations on top of all of the strengths and the qualities. This man, Joseph, was well built. She looked at him. She thought about him. She dreamed of him in the night until she said in the day with her mouth what her body, her emotions, and her mind desired. Come to bed with me. Young man, what do you do? When temptation presents itself, when others have to connive and have to plan and others find it hard. But here, presented to you on a platter, what do you do? Verse 8 says, but he refused. Let us give an amen to Joseph. It was a rational decision, a well thought out decision. He says, with me in charge. My master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns he has entrusted to me and to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. Some of us would have abused this position, abused this influence, abused this such opportunities, but Joseph presents to us a line that we must follow, a path that belongs to us men of great integrity. This was a very spiritual decision too. Why? Because he says, how could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? 
Listen to this. She did not give up. And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even to be with her. Day after day, bickily bickily, but the man stood strong. Why? Because he understood that it was not just human eyes, but it was God that he was responsible to, not just Potiphar, but also God to whom he was accountable. And he said, I will rather please God. And these days you hear, uh, you know, men speak as if they have no control over their actions. Even when a woman is raped, you hear them talk about how she was dressed and how she was inviting and enticing. Man, let me speak to you. Let us raise the standard. How the Potiphar's wives behave is not, up to, is not up to you. You can't control Potiphar's wife, but you can control your own behavior. You can control your own actions. Let's have the Joseph standard. Let us not lower our standard based upon how others dress, how women look, how women speak, how you must decide to take control of your mouth, of your hands, and of your tools. You are responsible and not the woman for how she dresses and everything else. Let us raise the Joseph standard. You're not responsible for how attractive she is. You're not responsible for her body, but you are responsible. Let this settle for your actions and let us take control of ourselves. I'm speaking to the man. Take control of yourself. Master self-control and discipline yourself in your relations with the opposite sex. The Bible says he even would not be in the same space with her. He refused to go to bed with her or to even be with her. He created boundaries. He understood that he himself also was vulnerable. And so he made sure that he was never in a space with, in isolation with her alone. One day it appears that she orchestrated that the servants leave so that when Joseph arrives there alone, None of the household servants was inside. As a general rule, this may be a safe thing to say. Avoid moments when you are all alone with someone of the opposite sex. Just the two of you with no uh, colleagues, you know. Keep doors open, blinds open. Um, and make sure that you never find yourself in compromising circumstances. As a man, you do not want to find yourself in a situation where you have no alibi, where it's a he says, she says, we'll, uh, we will believe what she says, by the way. There are enough Judas and Shamaks. We are living in Sodom and Gomorrah, where violence is so prevalent, we will believe. The best of us can be destroyed even by false rumors and allegations. The best of us, however, may not even be able to have the self-control when an offering is made in private when no one is around. And so in that moment when they were alone, Potiphar's wife caught him by his cloak and said, Come to bed with me. I'm glad that the story tells us that he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. I say today, run, flee, valega, see. It reminds me of Paul's message in Timothy when he says, As for you, men of God, young men, flee from all of this and pursue righteousness. Flee in Jesus' name is today's command. But even running does not save Joseph. 
Even his faithfulness to God does not seem to do him any favors. He is imprisoned because of the lies spoken about him. But beloved, what I learn from Joseph is this. Be true. Be honest. Keep your integrity, no matter the consequences. Even when people are looking, and when no one is looking, seek to please God, who is always looking. The Bible says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. What we will learn through Joseph is that God indeed is looking for people through whom he may show himself strong on their behalf. As God's eyes roam, beloved, looking for Joseph's, may he find you. As God's eyes roam in the world looking for people on whom to fight on their behalf, may he find you, a person of integrity, a person of honesty, and a person with the discipline that Joseph had. Let us close our eyes and pray. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for this story. We thank you for this word. And we ask, dear Lord, that you would give us the spirit of Joseph. I pray that you would rebuke the Potiphar's wives in this world that entice others to sin, that seek, Lord, to take the Joseph out of their paths, that lead others into temptation. But I pray, dear Father, for the men, that they may be carriers of this same spirit, that they may raise the standard, that their behavior not be contingent upon the behaviors of the loose Potiphar's wives, of their invitations, but that their behavior may be based upon, thus saith the Lord, may be based upon principle, that their behavior may be based upon integrity. I pray for every man that you'd help us to take control of ourselves, that you'd help every man, dear Lord, to be responsible for his own actions and to do so in the power of the Spirit of God. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.